Damn. All right, folks. It has been a while. We're coming up on, I think, about three months since I've done uh, the last podcast. Uh, definitely a, a lot has changed. Uh, a lot of different things have happened in my life. Um, last, uh, actually this morning, uh, I woke up to a text from MC. Uh, she's texted me about a podcast idea, and it made me realize that, one, um, you know, I haven't done a podcast here in a while, and two, um, you, you know, I, I think it would only deem appropriate, uh, and, you know, this coming out being a, a sports podcast, as much as, you know, there's people I've always told, hey, I want you to we'll do a podcast or whatever, and, you know, even as much as I want to do something, uh, you know, MC had a good idea about stuff we should talk about, this started off as a sports podcast, and me being the fan that I am, need to come clean with my audience. And first, we're just going to lay it out there. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk, first off, about Ohio State and the defense that is non-existent. And, I, and I'm telling you nothing. It, it, it's interesting here, and, and I told folks, so a couple people asked me, because uh, usually during Ohio State games, I uh, will be texting folks. And, and usually at this point... I get into the game and I, and I get fired up, uh, especially with this game against Oregon. And usually I'll be texting different people and whatnot. At least you know I did for for the Minnesota game because I actually had that day off work because over here it was actually pause a uh, quick second because I just realized because I took a sip of my beer, um, drink of the drink of the drink of the day, drink of the show. Um, actually, this is uh, the Kona Big Wave Gold Nail. So actually, the first time I had this. Uh, Garrett Wadsworth, if, if you're listening, the first time I had this was when uh, G Money brought this over to my apartment. Uh, I, it, was, it was back during the NHL playoffs back in 2020, so it would have been like August. Uh, I think Canes were playing the Bruins, and I think the Canes lost at a barn burner. Um, I we came over, had some brewskis, and, and then went out to a brewery. Uh, and I saw this here the other day at the at the hear the the gas station on post and i was like oh shit like that's the stuff that garrett used to drink um so anyway so back to the the the, the game so saturday you know so the game started over here sunday morning and i said oregon game it, it kicks off at one so i'm like okay like i you know can get up s- saturday be productive well I, I you know i go out and you know have a couple brewskis and nothing nothing too crazy uh, and at this brewery that I went to, you know, they had a pizza there, like almost like a personal size. Like, realistically, I should have not eaten this whole pizza by myself. But because I really hadn't eaten that much in the during the day, I I thought, you know, hey, let me get this pizza. I can't remember what kind of pizza I had. So I get home around 8, and I'm like, okay, I could get a solid four and a half, close to five hours of sleep, you know, after I already, you know, kind of slept in the day before. I should be Gucci for the Ohio State game. So I set my alarm, 12.45. I wake up, and I, I just had a weird stomach ache. And I knew it was like one of those stomach aches where you knew, like, um, I'm not going to feel better until I throw up. And so, like, I got in my recliner. So, like, during the Ohio State game, like, it was like one of those, like, when your stomach hurts, like, even the movement of, like, of moving my arm to pick my phone up and like you know look at the screen and stuff like even even looking at the TV like made me feel sick not because of the the egregious performance by the Ohio State defense um, 
so I ended up during that game, not because of the performance, but just because the way I was feeling. I ended up puking, puking twice. Don't worry, I went and got a rapid antigen COVID test and tested myself from what are the from uh, what are the stores here. So for all you people out there thinking I had the, the the Delta variant, even though I got my Fauci ouchie back in like March, I was good. Uh, but then my dad texted me the next day because usually like. Especially with my mom, dad, and my brother, like especially during the Minnesota game, like I, I guarantee they were all just sitting at at uh, you know back in Ohio trying to just like enjoy the game, and I'm over here, you know, just hitting up the group chat, being unfortunately I, during that game, kind of being that asshole Ohio State fan. Um, so yeah, during the game, I mean, good, I mean, at least a a, a back and forth game, I uh, and. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what to say. It's interesting. I, I, when, when, when Ohio State gets beat, I'm telling you, at least I love getting on Facebook and the people that lose their mind. And I'm going to call a lot of these folks out because here the, the, the people that everyone is trying to go after, uh, defensive coordinator Kerry Combs, and they're, like, coming on here like, well, you know, Combs, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been, you know, hired in the first place. So what were they thinking? And I, and I got to tell all these hooligans to just back up because – for those of you that don't know, uh, Kerry Combs, defensive coordinator, was the defensive backs coach uh, back in the urban days. He was there when uh, Ohio State won the national championship back in 2014. Now, the current Tennessee Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel, when he got the Tennessee job, he asked Kerry to leave Ohio State and come to to Tennessee to be one of their defensive coaches. Now, like, Vrabel is an Ohio State grad. I think he played there during or after the John Cooper, Kirk Herbstreet era. So some, somewhere in there, actually, maybe even before. Vrabel played on some of those early Patriots teams that won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Uh, so the defensive coordinator job opened up for Ohio State a couple years ago. The same clowns on Facebook that are saying that Combs should have never been hired in the first place. And I got it, too. Hey, you think you should be fired now? Guy lost his magic touch. Hey, cool, whatever. I, I got it. But these same clowns that are saying, oh, you should have been hired in the first place were the same clowns three years ago that when the defensive coordinator job opened up, they're like, oh, hey, like, you know, this has got to be Combs has got to be the dude to get hired. And it was funny. There's a guy that I work with. That's a huge orange Oregon Ducks fan, which, which by the way, this this dude, very very sweet, you know, kind individual, and it was funny because Monday, I went into work, and yeah, you know, I get to work at nine, and I had to go to, into his office. At I, I walked in, I look at my watch, I was like, hey man, it is two fifteen, and I was like, how in the world have you still not come down to my office to talk smack about Oregon winning? You know, and he just kind of had a little smile on his face. And he asked me that same question. He was like, he was like, yeah, you know, do you, do you hate the defensive coordinator? He's like, I've seen a lot of stuff online that Ohio State news stations are saying, you know, and news media sites are saying he should have got hired. And I told him the same. I told him the same thing. I just told y'all. I was like, no, like anybody who's saying that Kerry Combs shouldn't have been hired is a total liar because when the defensive coordinator job opened up, that's who they wanted. Now, okay, guy lost. Guy just doesn't have it anymore. That's fine. We also I'm going to come on here as a public service announcement that Ohio State fans just need to probably just kind of stand by and chill because it, it, here, here's the thing. If they, with the 14 playoff, 
they obviously can still get back in. Now you can make the case that they don't deserve to go in, but I'm gonna uh, let me let me paint the picture here for you. I don't have the entire schedule off the top of my head, but this is a best case scenario for Ohio State. Uh, they're next. They've got some cupcake games the next couple weeks, but I think the next big game they have to play at Indiana. Uh, I I think it's like I, it's October. It's the week before the Penn State game. Let's just say it's like October 24th. So they play at Indiana. They have then they're at home against Penn State, and then they got Michigan. Good chance Indiana, I think, uh, Indiana plays Cincinnati this weekend. So if Indiana can get a big win against Cincinnati, go into the Ohio State game with one loss, Ohio State gets that win. Very good chance that Ohio State and Penn State could meet up undefeated. So there's a potential top 10 matchup. Ohio State gets... um, gets that win uh you know michigan they have to go play they have to play at michigan this year so good chance they can go to that game potential top 15 matchup uh with michigan um you know they go in let's say they play iowa uh in the uh, big 10 championship so iowa i believe plays penn state in the regular season this year so that undefeated matchup against penn state um you know penn state would get another loss which would would really wouldn't you know under wouldn't really take away from that win that much, but um, you know then you have a win against an undefeated Penn State in the conference championship. So now you've got wins against you know ranked Indiana, Penn State, Michigan, and Iowa, uh, and then your only losses to Oregon, who might run the table and was also undefeated conference championship. So it it, it the possibilities are there. Um, I say this every year with the CFP. I think it it gets crazier and crazier each year, and th- and this is the year potentially where you know you could have a situation where you have um, just paint the picture for you. There's only four spots. You have uh, undefeated Alabama. You have one loss Georgia, who lost just lost Alabama in the SEC championship. You have undefeated Oregon. You have one loss ACC championship ACC champion Clemson and then you have one loss Big Ten champion uh, Ohio State as well and then, and then you're not even factoring you know is there somebody in there from from the Big 12 uh, that that could potentially run the table I mean, I'd even mention Oklahoma you know so so now we're looking there and then you have like undefeated uh, Big Ten champion. Uh, Big 12 champion Oklahoma. So at that point there, you've got your. I mean, yeah, there's six teams that are, that are all worthy of a spot. So, I I say that it's kind of the counter argument to what I said before. And I think that's where most folks are kind of arguing uh, with the case against Ohio State this year. It's not that. Uh, I think it was uh, David Pollock. I was listening to a podcast yesterday or today, early today. I can't remember. And he had mentioned the same thing. He was like, he was like, hey, it's with what people are saying that Ohio State's playoff chances are, you know, diminished because of that loss. It's not because they they don't have a chance to go back and beat every other team they played this year. It's because of the way the structure and the the dynamic of the scheduling is going to fall. Now, what Ohio State one needs to do this weekend is they need to be big Penn State fans because Penn State's got a game against Auburn. Need to be uh, Florida fans, Sean Titus, Frankie, Jeremy, Zandy, um, in honor of you guys, uh, being Florida fans, see maybe they can beat off beat uh, Alabama. And then you got to hope for that upset this year. Like, just like a couple years ago, um, South Carolina went into Georgia and got an upset. And then Georgia 
Everyone thought undefeated Georgia would meet Alabama in the SEC championship. Well, it was one loss Georgia. They get kind of they lose a barber to Alabama, and then you know they're on the outside looking in. That was the year uh, Ohio State and Clemson had the the barn burn and the Fiesta Bowl. But uh, but yeah, I th- I think that you know, just in that, gosh, there's so much I could say about college football. To be honest, too, I uh, I'm just doing this podcast straight. I was sitting here and I was about ready to go to bed tonight, uh, and I got a couple. Uh, call about some work stuff nothing too serious but then I was just kind of like sitting here and I wasn't you know I was kind of up for a little bit waiting to, to hear a response and I was like you know what I uh, just wasn't feeling like ready to go to bed yet so I was like you know let me let me go on here and, and, and make a pod quick but but yeah no, I think this could be uh, I guess somewhat therapeutic for me uh, to come on here and, and, and talk and it's kind of a I think as you know if I, as I said before you know, back when I was in San Antonio doing these before coming here is that it's, you know, kind of an easy way for me to connect and at least stay connected with, with, with folks back home doing this podcast. And the, the last one that we did, <laughs> we, we definitely have got to do that again with, uh, with, with Dirty Mike, Frankie, um, and, and, and Jacob at some point, uh, just to get on there. Maybe, maybe I'll have to, if you guys are listening to this, um, we'll hit you, hit you up and see maybe, uh, Sunday morning here, Saturday night, depending on what you guys have, uh, we can do this. You know, while there's a one of the games going, I think the games this weekend. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe so. Frankie, I is a you know big Florida fan. So they play Alabama, so we could do it during that. Uh, my only thing with that though is that there there could be a de- we both will have the game out at the same time, so there could be a delay in between what we're saying. So I don't want to, like, react to a big play, and then he's like, oh, shit, what happened? And he's, like, in suspense waiting for 30 seconds. That's that's not fun for anybody. In fact, him and I were talking during the Ohio State-Minnesota game. We had that same issue. And he was like, you know, his his was his uh, stream was 20 seconds ahead of mine. So he'd be like, oh, oh, oh. And I'd be like, oh, shit, what happened? And then I'd be like, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. So we'll uh, – yeah, you know, we'll we'll have to see, but it's uh, yeah, been almost three months since I'm coming here to do this, and, and like I said, who 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 knows? Uh, I I never you know meant for this to be anything crazy, because uh, I hate the folks that 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 come on here and they're doing this for cloud or whatever. I just think it's kind of fun, to to be honest. And I've always said there's there's a lot of people that that have uh, have good things to say, and I think there's like a uh, a a sense of uh, I don't even know how to. How to describe it? Just having a good feeling, knowing that, you know, you have that ability to come on here and hey, I'm just gonna kind of say whatever. I'm gonna put it out there, and whoever wants to listen can can go ahead and listen. And actually, too, it, it's funny because Griffin Daughtry, if you're listening, um, you know he, Griffin, who does Redneck Hockey, uh, just started another baseball uh, podcast that he does. Just first episode last night, which is actually pretty good. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. And it made me think, too, because I wouldn't say I've fallen out of love with baseball. And, and, and T. Swift, not Taylor Swift, Tanner Swift from Raleigh, um, he, he knows where I'm coming from with this, where sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of, you know, me growing up near Toledo. You know, it's everyone's either Tigers fans or Indians fans. But then, like, you, you get to North Carolina and Raleigh, and it's like, well, baseball is just not as popular. And, okay, yeah, there's those Braves fans and, and whatnot, but it, you know, really, really just not as, as, as popular. It's hard to, 
stay in touch with the team. One, when you don't live, you know, near near the area like you used to, and then two, like uh, I'll be honest with you, it is sometimes as like a Tigers fan recently, it's tough getting fired up. Although this year, uh, they've been playing better, it, it, and I think they just got their. Uh, I just saw something. They had a walk-off win last night, their 69th win, and, you know, we're about mid-September. So they should finish somewhere, you know, in the 70 win mark, which is actually probably better than people are expecting. I think folks were thinking that, uh, you know, they would only maybe get about 50 wins or so. And then, you, you know, it makes you think, hey, I don't know what the standings are. Um, usually if you get close to about 90 wins, you're close to the playoffs, or at least you got a shot one of those wild-card spots. So, yeah, maybe they were, you know, keep 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 some good players around, and and, and we'll see uh, what happens. But listen to Griffin's podcast side last night. Maybe just maybe you know it kind of made me reminisce on some baseball memories that I had of my own. But yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about, uh, and, and not that this the one thing that I never want this podcast to turn into is just some long monologue about. You know, my experience, like it's some type of diary like that. That's what I don't want it to turn into. Uh, I think cool that it's it's if I talk about that, I think like MC when she hit the she texted me last night, she hit the nail on the head. And I think, you know, me getting to kind of tell stories and discussing it with somebody else uh, would be more interesting to listen to than than me coming up here like I'm reading some damn journal. Uh, It's it's definitely been been interesting uh coming here been been challenged in in some aspects and has definitely uh you know changed i would say like changed my perspective drastically on things but i I think about things differently and i think that i i've told folks that when the dust settles uh you know the new experiences that i have um i will be a better individual uh because of it um you know i will say though that like currently like with football season getting fired kicking off uh, a little bit of FOMO, uh, but not as not as bad as I thought it would be. Just because I know that hey, where I'm at is just you know currently is temporary, and I'll be able to go, um, you know, be back be back around next year. But it is it is interesting here by you know getting up and there's some days I'll college game day their kickoff show you know s- starts at nine Eastern, and it's ten p.m. nine Eastern Saturday over there ten p.m over here so what i've been doing recently it just depends what the schedule with the games for the last two weeks so um last week i didn't watch college game day at all because i got back home you know after having a couple drinks and went to bed at eight and then i woke up right before the ohio state game started and the ohio state game led into you know other games throughout the day actually after the ohio state game i had to take a nap because uh, i was pretty tired and i woke up to watch nc state absolutely poop down their leg against Mississippi State. Completely forgot about that until now. That actually, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, 0 for 5 this weekend with with the teams that I have someone of interest for. Um, Ohio State acted like they've never looked at a defensive playbook. NC State acted like they've never looked at an offensive playbook. Bowling Green, unfortunately, doing Bowling Green things. We need to you know, bring back the glory days of Dave Clawson and Dino Babers, when Riles Lane was a student there. Uh, Cleveland, you know, lost in a barber to Kansas City. And then Detroit, I, it's funny, too, with NFL, because NFL here, like, because the games are, you know, kickoff would be, you know, 2 p.m. 
Monday morning. So I could go to bed early Sunday, wake up and watch, but I've got to figure out NFL games are a little bit harder here because it doesn't come automatically through uh, like my, you know, with YouTube TV, you get, you know, just the Fox and the CBS and the NBC game. But so I got to figure out a way to do like the NFL game pass or Sunday ticket. But I don't even know if I want to wake up because, and I'm glad I didn't because I woke up, I think at like three and I checked my phone. It was the third quarter and the Lions were losing like 33 to 10 or something. I was like, well, forget that. I'm going to bed. You know, I'm not even going to try to get up. I was just like, hey, I like the team. But, but 0 for 5. Um, rough weekend. Uh, I don't even know where I was going down with that. Um, I, I mentioned NC State. They made me think about the, the 0 for 5 um, this weekend. But, but, yeah, that's about all I got tonight. Uh, just coming on doing something short and sweet uh, because I don't – yeah, I don't want to steal a thunder. I want to give credit where credit is due um, because MC and I would give Griffin a little bit of credit too because I was thinking about podcasts last night as well. And then MC sent me that text this morning. So I want to make sure like the first real one I do um, is with her because she's the one that kind of say, hey, I got a good podcast idea. So she kind of, you know, awoken the uh Awoken the echoes to get me all to get me fired up again. But yeah, here's something short, uh, something sweet. I, I think it's appropriate, and I would be being dishonest if I shied away from the um, inconsistent defensive play from from Ohio State. To talk about all this stuff about Ohio State, share the memes, be the fan, wear the jerseys, do all that, and then do a, a sports podcast and only talk about when Ohio State does good things. No, nope, we're we are equal opportunity content share here on the Burning Bridges podcast. So when Ohio State, you know, Justin Fields to Chris Olave, 60-yard touchdown to put the nail in the coffin against Clemson in the Sugar Bowl, we're going to talk about it. Uh, when we have C.J. Strout not being able to throw under pressure and the defense not being able to stop the run, we're going to talk about it. So, um yeah, like I said, that's about all I got today, and uh, we'll talk to you all sometime soon. Bye, everybody.